So I'd like to welcome Simon Tribblehorn to this Group of Nations Solutions Through Inclusivity uh, podcast. Simon, you are the president, managing director uh, of the, mm. uh, the Bank of Liechtenstein Association. Tell us a little bit about the association and obviously its mission and, and what, what, it, what, it, what you do there. Sure. First of all, thank you so much for the invitation. It's uh, lovely to, to talk to you about uh, the Liechtenstein, the Liechtenstein Bankers Association. Um, well, um, I joined the association, uh, or I have been joining the association quite, uh, for quite some time. I, I joined it in, back in 2006, uh, uh, and then I was appointed as CEO of the Banking Association, so the Managing Director, um, beginning of 20, 2010. Um, the mandate we have, or the core mandate, is to represent the interests of the banks, in Liechtenstein and uh, operating out of Liechtenstein in the country, in Liechtenstein, yep. but as well abroad. So we, you could say, we act as a common voice of the banking industry um, and the banks operating in and out of Liechtenstein. And, and, and why is it important then to have an association? Uh, is it just obviously to help coordinate uh, activities? Within within obviously the banking industry there in Liechtenstein. Well, absolutely. Um, I mean, acting as a common voice of the banks, um, sure. we we engage um, with uh, the regulator. Not only the regulator in Liechtenstein. Uh, Liechtenstein is a member of of the EA, and uh, all the banks and all the, the whole financial services industry actors, please have to to um, implement. Uh, European law, uh, right. so um, we engage as well with, uh, for example, European Commission. Um, European law plays a very important role for us, and we we want to play by the rules. Um, sure. So we we joined in 26 as well the European Banking Federation as a, as an active member um, to uh, let's say. To bring our our input and to discuss as well issues, regulatory issues at the, at European level. That's Great. one I would say one core mandate we have um, representing the interests at the, at the level uh, when it comes to regulation, but obviously then as well when it comes uh, to implementation of regulation. So we act as well. As a platform for dialogue um, for our members, help them implementing, support them implementing the laws, uh, and then uh, what I think is in, or has become um, more and more important to uh, play an active role in developing the, the financial services industry, the financial centre of Liechtenstein, some take an active stance uh, on the, the let's say the future, how how we see and how we want to be seen um, as, uh, as financial services industry and as a banking association. Great. And how many members do you have? We have uh, 11 members, 11 banks licensed uh, here in Liechtenstein. So you would say that's rather, rather small. Um, but still, um, we are a small country as well. And sure. uh, still, the financial services industry 
uh, contributes to GDP in the country, the whole financial service industry around 20% to GDP. Um, so a lot know, or a lot of people know Liechtenstein as a financial center, as a financial hub, um, but in fact, uh, the industry um, is, is much stronger. We have an industrial sector, which contributes around 46%. So these are the two main pillars of the, uh, of the country. Um, and uh, this means Liechtenstein is very much, I would say, uh, diversified and the economy is, is, is very diversified with a strong, still a strong financial service industry and, and banks um, are and contribute off out of these players within the financial service industry, uh, I would say the, the biggest role. And that's, that's why we think we can, we have a, a huge responsibility when it comes to the, the future development of the, the industry, but as well the, the country. Um, but as well, we have a, a huge opportunity to, uh, to actively shape the future of the country. Sure, and expand. I, I take it, obviously, you probably do a lot of international banking as well. Do you have a, a, a presence there as well? No, given that uh, we are a member, the country is a member of the EA, um, we, we are privileged and we benefit of the so-called EU passporting system. So our members can uh, serve uh, their clients cross-border all sure. over Europe. Uh, with um, access to 500 million uh, potential clients. Wow. Um, so cross-border banking is is um, is um, obviously um, one of the core businesses, and uh, the core the core business of the banks uh, is uh, asset management, private banking. So right. you could say core business uh, is cross-border private banking, asset management, wealth management. Beautiful. So I know that I obviously was on your site recently, and I know you are working closely with uh, other consortiums uh, and organizations across Europe, um, and you've published, I believe, an incentive for tokenized Europe by 2025. And I know, obviously, mm -hmm. crypto and tokenization is, is huge, but... Try and explain, obviously, to the listeners and viewers, what is crypto and what is tokenization and how does that all uh, fit in with the blockchain? Because I know it can be quite complicated. <laughs> well, well, that's true. And there it's very important to make a distinction. Um, for us, it's very important. We believe in blockchain technology. Right. Uh, and that's why the, the government, uh, and I have to say this is, was very uh, a pioneering uh, a, a pioneering um, way they, they took, uh, and I would say this was one of the major innovations uh, of, of our time, of recent recent times. Um, the government uh, worked on a so-called blockchain law, technology neutral, um, that was back in, started back in 2016-17, and introduced uh, the blockchain law, a fully-fledged blockchain law, covering all kinds of digital assets um, and that the law um, entered into force uh, 1st January 2020. So we believe that blockchain technology um, will completely 
change the way uh, we serve our clients and we do our business, like uh, sustainability. And I always say, for me, sustainability on one hand and sustainable finance, and on the other hand, blockchain technology, these are really the, the transformative, um, or the, the key, which will transform the financial services industry and will be very disruptive. Uh, right. and, and already are very disruptive. And that's why um, we take a, t- took an active stance as well in engaging with the government uh, and tokenize uh, Europe 2025 is an initiative where we were part on, of, together with the uh, government uh, representatives, but it was initiated by BDB, which is the German um, Private uh, Banking Association, and um, uh, and uh, I, I don't I don't want uh, to make any marketing, but a, um, a consultancy company based in based in Germany. Sure. And That's we fine. were part of of that uh, of that initiative. Um, and, and certainly the, the the reason why we were able to to join forces was because we were or the government was uh, was a. Or, took a, a pioneering uh, and uh, stance with the, the blockchain law. We call it TBGG, um, and, and we were able so to, to give input to that it, how we believe the future will look like in 2025 um, with blockchain technology uh, applied and, and rolled out uh, and, uh, and the different use case we will, we will face and we will see in uh, a few years' time. So, and then how does the, how does the no? We're talking about crypto as well. You're talking about currency and tokenization. How does that all play into it? Yeah, for me, cryptocurrency is just one use case or one application of blockchain technology. That's sure. why I said I, I think we we need to make a distinction, uh, and that's why the government uh, in Liechtenstein. Um, Try to cover with a TVTG uh, technology neutral uh, approach. Uh, so the law um, makes no distinction in this kind of uh, comprehensive, covers all kinds of digital assets like cryptocurrencies, like NFTs, like yep. stable coins, um, yep. and, uh, and other digital assets. Um, the idea of the TVTG is to give legal certainty, to have a clear, let's say, framework, legal framework, uh, and to, to make clear that uh, we don't meant to see any abuse, so to, to avoid any abuse from the very beginning. There was so these kind of two uh, goals uh, that was the thinking behind that, that law. So and, from um, your standpoint, in terms of obviously the financial, so you believe that cryptocurrency is going to be around for for a long, long time, and and it's going to be obviously more regulated because obviously you know there was that issue with uh, uh, obviously a crypto firm over here in the states, and so is there going to be more regulations? Do you think? Well, cryptocurrencies. What we see is that cryptocurrencies as a digital asset or as a, as an asset category. Um, that's one use case, but it's a new asset category. Um, you have to offer 
uh, especially for, for younger clients. And as I said, this is a new asset category, which is, um, um, which is important that you are able to offer that in a, uh, in a, in a, in a, let's say, in, in a, having a clear framework, uh, to avoid any, any abuse or any misuse. Um, but still, it's just one um, digital asset category. Um, when yep. we speak about kind of taxonomies or digital assets, there are others. And we believe in the technology and the importance of the technology. Um, I'm a strong believer that uh, securities tokens are becoming more and more important. Um, and let's say when it comes to digital assets, um, we, will, we will see what kind of use cases. In the end, we will, we will see what kind of use cases the clients are asking uh, and requesting from, from, from the banks. But we believe that technology is very important, that technology will be disruptive, and uh, it won't go away. Blockchain technology is here to stay. And how does that benefit the European business community? Explain to us how, how using obviously crypto tokenized and how, how does that benefit the business? Is it just another avenue for them to, to make payments or do business? Uh, payments. That's one, that's one application, one use case. Sure. Um, but still when we talk about, uh, about a securities token or stable coins, that's, uh, um, uh, Blockchain is able to bring more transparency into the financial services industry, uh, into transaction or transactions uh, in, in general. Right. Um, more efficiency uh, in dealing with the transactions. So, as I said, I do believe in the technology as such and the disruptive way of, of uh, blockchain technology. And it offers uh, huge advantages for, for the clients. Um, lower costs, faster transactions, um, more transparency. And yeah. I think the advantage that's, that lies, lies, uh, it, it, it's very obvious for, for me that we have to, to, let's say, take blockchain technology very serious. Um, and we as an association as well. Um, we try to um, we try to um, we have uh, last year we issued uh, our first own NFT right. um, to make our own experience with with blockchain blockchain technology. The reason why we uh, why we have chosen NFTs um, that's a, that's a different story. Um, this is because our our because of our roadmap. And we wanted to make our roadmap a bit more tangible. So it's a kind of a, a storytelling. And I, I do believe that NFTs, um, serve or are very ideal to, to make it very tangible, to, to, to tell a story, uh, to engage. Uh, and we often say this is a, a social token. It's not to make any money. Um, it's more to engage people. To build up a community, uh, it's uh, it, it has an educational aspect. Uh, our NFTs, and we wanted to bring the two pillars 
sustainability and digitalization together and make it tangible with this with this NFT. So in essence, we we tokenize our own strategy right. and right. embed it um, and a Klima token uh, in that uh, NFT. And with the Klima token, we offset it again on the blockchain, on chain, our own CO2 footprint. Um, to, sh- to, to showcase that using blockchain technology, um, we can reach our goal and become, because we committed to net zero as well, uh, and Correct. become, uh, let's say, net, net zero or climate to climate neutral. And that's why we say uh, our NFTs are so-called climate neutral NFTs. Sure. So, Simon, um, obviously, um, you talked about NFTs and uh, how that relates to, obviously, what you're doing with, with climate Maybe explain that a little bit about obviously NFTs and what you're doing with your, obviously your your carbon footprint and creating zero footprint with NFTs. Sure, sure. Um, well, we took um, a multi-stage approach. The first step we um, we did is we calculated our CO2 footprint, and then based on the so-called uh, science-based target standards. Um, we said, okay, now the first step is after calculating, we have to reduce our, our CO footprint or at least avoid uh, where we can. And the net, uh, um, after, after doing so, the net uh, CO2 footprint, uh, we offset it, um, right. the, the, the emissions, the metrics, or let's say the equivalent, uh, equivalent uh, CO2 emissions. Um, we did it on chain using PrimaDAO, um, and um, we produced kind of a with PrimaDAO a dashboard um, which is very transparent. We, you can you can see our uh, our dashboard uh, and where you can find out okay what are the CO two emissions of the banking association out sure. and coming from from our own operations, and then we integrated this um, QR code of the dashboard into our NFT we created. Uh, We produced 500 NFTs and then we made it freely available for everyone. So you can claim or everyone can, who let's say is interested what we did uh, and um, maybe um, can identify with our core values, sustainability, visualization, and so on, can claim such an NFT for free. And nice. the idea is really to, to engage people, uh, to build up a community, and to tell the story that it is possible with blockchain technology to offset and um, contribute to net zero, to become net zero, or let's say to, to fight climate change. This sure. is more or less the story behind Sure. No, t- tremendous, tremendous. Now, I know, obviously, um, we've worked together in the past and, and continuing, so thank you for working with me. How, why is it important for the association to be seen sharing its message around 
G7, G20 summits and the audiences that obviously are focused around these particular uh, summits. Why is that important to you and the, and the association to share your message? Personally, I do believe um, we have huge challenges we are facing as a, as a society, as a community. And these challenges, um, it's not, let's say, reduced or siloed. Uh, and it is a global a global challenge we are facing. Sure. And we have to, in my view, um, cooperate uh, to, to overcome these challenges. Uh, and everyone has to play his role. Everyone has its responsibility. Um, notwithstanding of the smallness of the country. And, and, and sometimes I believe that uh, Liechtenstein, although it is a very small country, uh, can make a bigger contribution than maybe compared to its size or sure. the, um, of, of, of the size of the country. So the my main message is, is we have we have to play by the rules. Uh, that's 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 clear for me. We have to take our responsibility. We have to take an active role, and we can play. Um, and sometimes we even can contribute. Um, sometimes more uh, than, let's say, the, the size of the country, uh, and, and that's why we we want to engage. We want to showcase that we um, we are a good citizen, and we we want to be a good citizen. Um, and and sometimes even maybe as a small country, you can use a small country to to showcase or to test out, to to test and and and, and um, um, sometimes I always say. Um, or sometimes I say um, we are so small, we're kind of a, a, a test center, or we can serve as a test center for innovative approaches, and, and that's what we want to do as, a, as, a, as an LBA as well, as a, as a banking association. Um, since we are all affected by these global challenges, and it's uh, it's crucial to um, to to engage and to 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 play an active or to take an active stance. No, great. Well, no, thank you very much, Simon. I do appreciate obviously taking the time with me today and uh, explaining obviously uh, a little bit more about the association and what you guys are all about. Um, uh, share with us your your website and, and I'll put it down on, on, on the link so obviously people can come and visit uh, the uh, cool. Liechtenstein Bank Association. So please, please give us your website, and we'll post that in 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 the uh, in the podcast as well. Happy to do so. A huge pleasure. Thank you so much for your time, and uh, it's always a pleasure to to talk to you. Um, I mean, you already said uh, it's a it's a long-standing relationship uh, we have. We. We have known each other for quite some time, so it's a, it's a yep. huge pleasure always to to see you, to meet you, and to speak with you. Um, www.bankenbund.li, that's the homepage, I will share it with you. So uh, pleasure is on my side. It's a huge honor. Thanks so much. No, Simon, appreciate you. Thank you very much, sir. Appreciate your time. And uh, hopefully uh, we'll speak again shortly, and maybe we'll do... 
podcast we will. chapter two. <laughs> Great. We, Thanks, we will. we will for sure. Thank you. Great. Take care. Thank you.